0: this is Never Sleep Again, and you're listening to The Theremin Chronicles.
1: A podcast where we discuss all things sci-fi and horror. I'm Jonathan.
0: And I'm Veronica. And on today's episode, we are going to continue our little mini-series here at The Theremin Chronicles. And we're going to jump into the next episode of The Last of Us. And that's season one, episode three. Yes. And uh, you should know by now, but if you don't know by now, that's okay. This is a new series by HBO Max. And um, it's based off of the game by the same name, The Last of Us, so the video game.
1: Right, right.
0: And if you haven't seen any um, episodes yet, we do encourage you to go out, go to HBO Max and you know, if you yeah. don't have a subscription, get a subscription. Or or
1: borrow your friend's password.
0: Right. <laughs> borrow <laughs> your friend's password, as we often do. And you know,
1: HBO Max is not going to like that <laughs> know, part. Right? They're not going to like oh, that maybe part. We should
0: have left that one out. <laughs> well, you know, watch, watch the series <laughs> so you know what we're talking about. And, uh, you know, if you don't have a way to watch it, that's okay. We're just glad you've joined us anyway. And we're going to try to break it down for you um step by step so we will be having spoilers our recaps are always going to be with spoilers so um if you don't want to know you know come back after you've watched it otherwise stick around yeah
1: and and if you prefer to hear it from us then you know we we love you too yes so you you might (laughs) as as well just stay (laughs) (laughs) i mean come on i mean even though you didn't see the episode yet You obviously clicked on this for a reason. Yes,
0: you know you did.
1: (laughs) You you clicked on it for a reason. Why else would you be here?
0: (laughs) So we are just going to jump right into it. And, um, you know, we're coming off of a very sad episode. Episode (laughs) two.
1: You know, we
0: lost uh, a character that had become, um, you know, a beloved character, even in a short amount of time. But, you know, as I'm, I'm sorry. How things go,
1: I'm sorry, but I just think that all the episodes are going to be sad.
0: I know. By this
1: point. I know. Because this is was,
0: another sad episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here talking about last episode and, you know, not thinking about what happens in this one. You know, spoiler alert, it, this is a sad episode. Yeah. So, so get ready.
1: <laughs> it's, so, st- it's still a very good show. Yes. It's, it's a still good show. a very good show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Don't not watch it just because it's sad. Right,
0: right. You're going to miss out if you do that. So the episode begins uh, with Joel and Ellie. And they are now traveling together, just the two of them. And they are 10 miles west of Boston. And um, as we know, they're traveling west because... They're trying to, number one, find Tommy, who is Joel's brother, and he's been missing for some weeks. And also, Joel is trying to bring Ellie to a Firefly base where they can, you know, run some experiments and hopefully develop a vaccine because she is apparently immune to the infection. So they're traveling. They're about 10 miles west of Boston. And, you know, understandably, they're sad because Tess is now gone um in the last episode test was bit yeah,
1: was f in the chat
0: yeah we're gonna drop another f in the chat for tests i know
1: that's like a old saying that nobody uses anymore but we but we're we're, we're using Dude, it here we still use it, it yeah, man. we still use it here
0: <laughs> so as they're traveling they end up stopping at a cumberland farms um and i don't know why i thought that was really funny <laughs> We're in a part of the US where we have Cumberland farms here, so yeah. it was funny to see. But Cumberland it was also farms just
1: it was just also kind of ironic because it's like what would it even mean like right. now at, at that point. Yeah. There's probably nothing left in it. No, right. Probably, you know, hopefully I mean maybe on a good day there's probably just a bottle of aspirin nobody saw. <laughs> you know, somebody's gonna need it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, apparently at this particular Cumberland Farms, Joel had stashed some supplies a couple of years back, and so they stopped there, and, you know, Joel's rummaging around. It's been a couple of years, so he kind of forgot where he stashed his supplies. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny because it also, like, shows his age. His like, age. he's in his mid-50s, almost late right. 50s at this point. Well, it's so. probably been
1: a long time that he's been in that particular location yeah it's been a couple of years so you know
0: you forget things and while he's looking for his stash ellie is just kind of like nosing around and she goes into (laughs) a back room and she does something really really dumb but she's a kid kids do that right so she finds that there is an um like underground space in this back room and you know i know right exactly i'm so sorry (laughs) but she drops a rock down to see how deep it is (laughs) and you know she like shines her flashlight down there to see if she can see anything and i'm just like why are you even thinking about going down there alone
1: when you're thinking of just zombie horror in the general sense you're just like, okay, this this ends negatively. Right, exactly. Negatively for everyone involved.
0: <laughs> well, you know, needless to say, she actually goes down there. And <laughs> she's like...
1: Stupid. Yep,
0: dumb. Yeah. Very dumb, very stupid. I will say she does find something useful. She finds a pack of tampons. So, you know, those have got to be, like, in scarce supply. So she's, like, thrilled to have those. And, yeah, especially
1: to be the one to find right, it.
0: exactly. <laughs> and then she also, um, we hear like a growl, and it turns out there is an infected down there with her. But this infected is stuck under a pile of rubble. And she has this weirdly, like, weird moment <laughs> with the infected. And she's just like, you know, in its face. It can't really get there to her Um, it can't really cause much harm to her either because we know that when she gets bit nothing happens so she's just kind of like face to face and you know I I suppose she's having um, some kind of you know maybe existential moment where she's just you know evaluating her life perhaps and and the fact that this thing you know represents um, something that has just really destroyed the whole world in and he, her
1: childhood. Yeah, in her
0: childhood. However, you know, um, she can't be harmed by it. And, well, she ends up just stabbing it in the head with right. her knife.
1: <laughs> I, I like to think that she was also kind of scared because she knows that even though they, they, can't, they can't infect her yeah. and she can't die from infection. But I, th- I feel like one of those things, well, they even explained to her that they could still tear her apart okay and, yeah like, she can yeah, still could, get
0: yeah
1: messed up beyond repair so oh
0: yeah like especially as we see later on we yeah, won't get into that we but won't yeah get into that.
1: but there's you have a point there's some dangerous monsters out there mm-hmm. that could mess her up pretty bad and who wants to be an immune stump Right. you know no, it's just no. like nobody else. I'm, I'm sorry if that's not very oh my PC goodness to say, but, but, but yeah it's just like well, i don't think she wants i don't that. think she wants that no it's, it's like oh come on like that's the first thing you're thinking of in a horror movie situation you're thinking that oh what if this monster just tears off of my arm, tears off my arms and beats me with them. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs> Dude, we just saw a movie where that happened. Where happens, that happened, actually. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we, you know, side note, we side are going to have a review of that moment on the YouTube side. So Very if you're, soon. Yes. Are you? If you're interested in learning more about that, please check us out at Never Sleep Again. That's our YouTube channel. Check us out. <laughs> so, you know, Ellie eventually climbs back up the hole and Joel is none the wiser she comes out with a box of tampons so it looks like she was just rummaging for supplies that are left over and uh, they continue traveling traveling west and so um Ellie has some questions you know she wasn't around during the outbreak uh she's we learned she's only 14 so it's been 20 years since the outbreak she doesn't really know exactly how it started. we have learned about some of Ellie's background. Yeah. Like if you've been with us um, in recent episodes, you'll probably remember mm. that she was raised by Fedra. Um, and Fedra is basically like, you know, that's
1: basically the government. The government, for, the government is basically all her all parents. And pur- yeah. Purposes. yeah.
0: <laughs> and they don't really give uh, much detail about the events that transpired, um, probably because it would make them look bad if they did. And so that was basically her, her reason for why they didn't tell her. (laughs) So, you know, Joel actually goes ahead and explains it to her. And he tells her that the cordyceps, which is the fungi, mutated and they got into the food supply and um, in some of the basic ingredients that are used like flour and sugar and some of these brands that are out there, they made products with the tainted ingredients and they distributed it across the world. And so the outbreak really began to um, take off on Friday night, September 6, 2003. And by Monday, he was like, everything was gone. So that's <laughs> that's like how fast it all went Just to hell. Just a health.
1: collapse. Just yep. the world collapse.
0: Exactly. And so then he continues to explain to her that a week after... Soldiers started going into the countrysides and rounding people up and they were supposed to be bringing them to different quarantine zones where the people would be kept safe. However, there's not a lot of room in these quarantine zones. And so if there wasn't room, they would take the rest of the people and they would just kill them. Um, And the reason they did this is because if they didn't kill them um, and just let them go free... They felt like they would eventually turn into infected because they're right. out there with uh, uh, probably not enough um, supplies, no, no Nothing form yet. of um, you know
1: protection. Yeah. So not enough weapons, not enough supplies. Yeah, and
0: so they just you know fear. You know, people do things out of fear, and and they killed those people. And so we get yeah, a flashback. We get a
1: flashback to um to the period that Joel was recently talking about and describing Mm -hmm. and we see people forced to evacuate their homes and go with soldiers right and then we meet bill and he's in his basement and he's all like not today (laughs) yes yes bill is great bill is who i strive to be in
0: situations like that like i wish i had the supplies and i wish i had you know everything you know so did i right so did i i
1: always wanted to be somebody like bill yeah like when it comes to the supplies and the Mm -hmm. like the end of the world know-how yeah he's clearly
0: like a a doomsday prepper yes and he was totally ready for uh,
1: emergency uh preparedness Mm -hmm. and all that and and so bill is in he's in his basement a secret basement as it sh- as it shows you a yes, little bit later i forgot
0: about that
1: <laughs> yeah like we can go
0: ahead and tell you it's like the entrance to the basement was like was it like under a chest or it was something under a chest room?
1: or a chair yeah it's like something. a piece of
0: furniture like raises
1: and i believe that it would work i believe some i believe that method would have worked in real life yeah because in a situation like that they're removing you to them for your safety right it's, if they don't get you somewhere like like qz or something like that mm-hmm. you're gonna be somewhere where of course martyrs or whatever right. those animals are and to be fair if you are not like bill mm-hmm. you might as well go with them you know yeah. we, we got to see a lady that had a child or whatever yeah, a lot of the, the people yeah. that were that were getting taken by the soldiers I don't. I don't think they were gonna make it. They no. had too many situations that were going to slow them down. You know that they weren't the type to have as many guns. Mm-hmm. And, like Bill has guns, right? Ammunition. Oh yeah. And MREs. And, and knowledge. And knowledge. Know. He knows how to. He knows how to hunt and and dress and yeah. and and cook his clean and cook his mm-hmm. what he what he catches. He can plant vegetables and
0: as we see we we end up seeing all this we're gonna end up
1: seeing all that but he had like one of those old old school batman secret (laughs) he could see (laughs) he had cameras and survey well surveillance Mm -hmm. and and everything it sounds like he had audio and video surveillance and everything and so he got to see the soldiers leave and and uh once the soldiers leave without finding find without finding bill bill loves it oh he, yeah he is the only one left <laughs> in his town he loves it he goes and grabs more supplies from yeah. the town turns on the town's natural gas mm-hmm. he fortifies his house and the town oh and he
0: really fortifies he, he really it really it's so cool the way it. he sets yeah. everything up yeah he
1: does it's it's fortified it, he, he sets booby traps mm-hmm. he grows and catches food and you know four years later we see that bill is still alive <laughs> yes he's oh, thriving he's thriving he's he lives alone and he loves it yep <laughs> <laughs> he, he loves it he's he uh, what's so funny to me is we we see bill eating his dinner mm-hmm. and and he um an infected trips one of his you know one of his sensors. And he turns on, he turns, he he tries to find the camera. You can see him switching cameras, (laughs) all these different angles to find the best angle (laughs) to see who's intruding. And he sees that it's an infected and he just watches the infected just aimlessly fall into like one of his traps where, where it gets its head just blown off by a booby Mm -hmm. trap. And he's just like, he just, he's just casually eating his dinner He's just like that never gets old. Yes. And he's just he's that's like his entertainment. Right. He, he's having a good time. He's having you, a good you're gonna time. love Bill. You're gonna love Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so
0: oh, but something happened. Something else
1: happens. So we see that one of his traps catches a man. And you know, he goes to see who this guy is, mm-hmm. who he caught, and the man says his name is Frank. Says he's trying to get to Boston, and he's from the uh, Baltimore QZ, which has been destroyed. See I, I felt bad for Frank in this situation because Frank came from a group of ten people.
0: Yeah. Like, there
1: was a ten. Um, There's ten people, and and he's the last one. Yeah, he's the last one alive. Right. Seems like it's gotta it, be
0: real sad for it's him. Gotta be
1: sad. It's it's, it's kind of worse than a uh, Dawn of the Dead. I mm-hmm. think it was like. When the guy made a comment back when there was, yeah, like, was like, why don't you go this way? He's like, we already went that way back then when there was, like, eight of us or something like that. Oh, yeah. He said something, some line like like that. that. It kind of reminded me of that. Right. And so Bill tests and sees if Frank got infected and you know, he's he's trying to, uh, honestly, he's trying to kick Frank out.
0: Yeah, he does not, he like, he,
1: he, does doesn't not. <laughs> he doesn't want Frank. He <laughs> doesn't want Frank, he do not want no but He he doesn't like people.
0: Right, Bill is a lone wolf, <laughs> yeah. or so he thinks, you know. Well, he, it seems like
1: he didn't like people before the, No, uh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he always, he seems like one of those people who always mm-hmm. just wanted to be alone. Yes. He, he finally got his, he finally got his wish. But, right. You know, Frank, He's, you know, he's hungry, and he's been he's been walking around for days. This is, he happened upon this place. Mm-hmm. He just he just lets him know, like, listen, I want to get something to eat. You know, like, could he possibly get a shower or something and and go on his, uh you know, he could send him on his way. Right. Uh, but uh, that doesn't exactly go down like that. And uh, oh, yeah. you know, before I go well, any <laughs> further, before I go any mm-hmm. further. They couldn't have possibly picked a better actor to play, uh, somebody like Bill. Now, this is no offense to any of you who have played the game. I don't know how Bill is in the game.
0: Yeah.
1: That much, but the, uh, in the show, he's played by Nick Offerman. hmm And
0: great actor.
1: Great actor and perfect for Bill. He just mm-hmm. like he really he really sells it
0: yes. to me anyway. This, <laughs>
1: Not wanting anybody to be around, right. and, you know, he he can do everything for himself. This is <laughs> it was great. So Bill,
0: um, he he does feed him, um, and the thing about Bill is that you know we don't know anything about Bill's background really. Nothing. Yeah. Um. But let me tell you, he can throw down in the kitchen because Frank is seated at the dining room table like he's at, like, a five-star restaurant. (laughs) They've got the cloth (laughs) napkins and there's wine. Bill comes over, pours him some wine, sets his plate down, makes sure it's plated just right. And the food, it looks like a gourmet meal. And Frank is even, like, (laughs) astounded. Uh, Sure, he's hungry, and, uh, (laughs) you know, he would probably eat anything at that moment, but he really can't believe his eyes that he's about to (laughs) be able to devour (laughs) such a delicious plate of food.
1: Yeah, he's got a five-star meal yes in front of him
0: exactly i mean th- i'm
1: not gonna lie the food looked good the food
0: looked good they did
1: a good job at making mm-hmm. it look legit
0: oh and you know it's fresh and he yeah. he cut it him you know he he caught it himself he <laughs> grew it himself so
1: you know the food looks so good that if we had a sponsor or something this is the this is the point where we would tell you to get hello fresh
0: oh i know yeah? <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> Frank eats the food and he's like, so grateful for it. And he drinks the wine. Bill sits down and eats with him too. So they eat together. And uh, Frank is all like, uh, well, you know, thank you for the food. Um
1: yeah. I guess
0: I'll just be on my way but you can clearly tell that Frank doesn't want to leave. leave and so he's like I've been eyeing that piano all night long and he just kind of helps himself to the piano yeah. and uh, he finds a song and uh, the song is Long Long Time by Linda Ronstadt and he begins good song yeah it is and he begins trying to play it on the piano and Bill is just like you know he comes over and he plays it for him because he's kind of like butchering it yeah (laughs) (laughs) he plays it and he sings it and uh you know something is changing something is changing within (laughs) bill because all this time bill was a lone wolf and he didn't feel like he needed anybody he didn't want anybody around and you can tell that You know, deep down, this is actually what Bill needed. He needed like other, he needed people, you know, not just to be alone. So, you know, uh, more than a friendship starts to develop or actual um, romance develops between the two of them. And we get flash forward. Flash forward. Three years later, later. they've been together (laughs) and, um, and the scene, Frank is upset because he wants to spruce up the neighborhood. You know, <laughs> this is where they live. This is their home. Yeah. And, uh, you know, why let it just start looking dilapidated? So why? Um, yeah. Bill, on the other hand, he feels like it's a waste of resources. Um, but Frank is able to persuade him. And then he also goes on to tell him, like, we're also going to have friends. So, you know. <laughs> It should look nice. And, you know, we're going to invite people over. And right. Bill is just like, we're not having people over. He
1: said, we don't have
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, we don't have friends. What like,
1: I love about this part is he says it in a way of like, we went over this. Yes. We don't have friends. <laughs> right, that's,
0: that's just <laughs> not us. We don't do that.
1: And I just love, I just love the friends that that come there yes i love the the friends that come come there too
0: but you know before we get to that point like i gotta say i agree with them both because you know bill's mostly thinking about their safety thinking about um you know what could happen if you start introducing new people unknown variables into the situation they could um anything could happen you know, they could double cross them. They could kill them. They could sell them. They could, they could
1: be stupid steal from them. and cause yeah. infected to find them.
0: Exactly. Or marauders to find them. Like, yeah. any, I'm sure there's, just like, a number of reasons anything. why. And But on the other hand, you know, with Frank, it's like, yeah, times are tough. And we've never experienced anything like this in the history of the world. But, right. you know, we are still alive. And while we are alive, life is worth living. And it's not good to just hold ourselves, um, keep ourselves holed up here and not be able to experience um, the joy of friendship with others. So I totally agree with them both. (laughs) And so the scene cuts and Oh, Oh, before the scene cuts, Um, Frank is just like, well, I've been talking to a nice lady on the radio. (laughs) And so, so we come to find out that that nice lady is... Tess. It's Tess. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Frank had been talking with Tess. (laughs) Yes. On the radio. And so, Tess and Joel... And Joel. Come over for dinner. (laughs) Yep.
0: And again, this was three years later from the day that Bill uh, met Frank. So it's 2010 now. We're 10 years into, um, you know, this pandemic. And so, you know, Joel and Tess come over and they're just having a lovely time with Bill and Frank, (laughs) or at least Tess is. Tess and Frank are having a lovely time together. They're outside. Um, Bill, obviously, um, has cooked a delicious meal. Frank probably... Um, set the table, made it look all pretty. (laughs) And, you know, Frank and Tess are just hamming it up and they're having a great time. Tess is just like, I really needed this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Tess is just, she's just enjoying herself. She has her glass of wine and Mm -hmm. she, this is not the last time that she mentions how much she appreciates
0: right
1: and it looks like looks like joel was enjoying himself too a little bit a like little you can bit. tell
0: he liked the food well he...
1: he and bill are kind of yeah they're kind of the same
0: they're yes they are yeah, they're, and they're so the same. they're just sitting there
1: yeah. and they're kind staring of me each mugging
0: other. <laughs> each other yes they're staring at each other me mugging and it's um... a match
1: of manly wits. <laughs> right <laughs> They're just like, "Mm -hmm." and then Bill's all like, "Mm -hmm." and then Joel's all like, "Mm
0: -hmm." (laughs) 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 yeah, that's the gist of it. That's basically what happened. Um, But you have to understand this is their first time meeting, and although they seem like decent people, they don't know each other. Um, Tensions are still kind of high. Um, Trust is low. So you can understand why they might feel a little wary of each other. So um, Frank is like, I want to show you inside the house. And Tess is like, oh, thank you. Like, I, I, I wanted to go inside. And so they go in they're just like happy. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. They're like the best of friends. They go inside yeah. and it's just uh, Bill and Joel a standoff between Bill and Joel sitting <laughs> at that table and oh by the way bill has had his gun like cocked and loaded on the table yeah. <laughs> aimed at them aimed so yeah
1: bill i mean <laughs> aimed at joel, at joel. Yes.
0: yeah so um they end up kind of coming to terms and well
1: yeah cuz joel's all like get that gun out of yes. my face
0: yes <laughs> yep and so they talked about different ways they could help each other and so that's what they do. They end up developing a relationship um, where Joel and Tess bring goods into town and and in exchange for, you know, supplies and things that um, Bill and Frank may have. So they actually develop um, a nice, nice little a relationship. nice friendship. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And a barter, nice barter and trade right. situation too.
0: Right. And, um, oh. Okay, and so then we we see three more years later. So we get another time jump. And now we're in 2013. And Bill and Frank um, have still been together. They've been together for 10, 10 years, years now. That's a long time. And um, it's in the middle of the night, however. This is probably the first encounter um, that they've had. Right. Um, because I feel like the show would have shown us
1: would've something, shown in, us something else. you know, something
0: yeah. else. But it's the middle of the night, and there are armed men that are trying to attack.
1: They, like they do,
0: like they do. <laughs> and so, you know, if you've seen this episode, then you know that their neighborhood is fortified. It's uh, with booby traps and yeah. uh, all sort like trip wires and and fire and, <laughs> and guns will just like you know are set to automatically off. go yeah. off yeah and there's a fence all around an electrified these guys fence weren't ready. they weren't they, they,
1: these guys weren't ready
0: not yeah. at all <laughs> <laughs> so um however during the scuffle bill gets shot and so you know i don't like the way they ended the scene because right. they really had bill like lay on the table with his eyes just open, so you think that
1: yeah, you think <laughs> that's dead. You think that's the end of of Bill.
0: Yes, you
1: know because he's going into shock and
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he's um murmuring something to Frank about about uh here's Joel's number. Right, Get Joel. Yeah, he's gonna take care of you.
0: Right, he's thinking whatnot. it's it.
1: But I guess the point was to show how much Bill cares for Frank. So yeah. he he really cares. About him so much that uh, he just wants to make sure that Frank is going to be okay, right? Whether he's here or or not, yeah, which is kind kind of sad, but it's you know, you know, that's, that's nice, you know.
0: Yeah, that's nice. You want to make sure your significant other is taken care of, so right, understandable. Well, we get another time jump. A lot of time jumps in this yeah, episode. A lot of time jumps <laughs> we are traveling that. through time. <laughs> <laughs> and now 10 years have passed and bill and frank are still, still together, together. <laughs> yes they've been together for a long time we're now present day 2023 and um we see that they have clearly you know visibly aged and um it always seemed like frank was a little older than bill yeah, in my opinion yeah it always um, seemed like that but um you know now frank is in a wheelchair and we learned that he is suffering from an incurable disease. We don't know what it is. One can maybe assume that perhaps it's cancer. He talks about how, you know, the, what he has, like, they there didn't wasn't have a, a cure for right. it before. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, this is not something new that developed after the infection spread. This is an old, you know, illness um, that was around prior to you know be infected right so you know it's sad he he's in a wheelchair but um you know bill is is helping him out and uh the next day he informs bill that it's going to be his last day it's going to be his yeah. last day
1: and and it's really, you know, it's real sad. It's sad.
0: And, he and, like, yeah. And
1: he's all trying to be tough.
0: I know. While
1: talking about it, I mean, he's Ugh. being real tough with Bill. Yes. And Bill just can't handle it. No. This Bill.
0: I felt so. <laughs> he's like a little. He was like a soggy teddy bear sitting on the couch, <laughs> and his eyes were all watery. Red. Oh man, I felt so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, bo- both both of these both of these guys are great actors. Yes. Nick Offer was great yes absolutely
0: um the other actor who played frank um his name is murray bartlett
1: that's right i couldn't remember his name yeah
0: and so just just great they did an awesome job and um you know frank basically explains to him how he'd like the day to go and he just wants one good day with bill
1: had it all planned
0: yeah he really had it all planned he wanted them to get married So they were going to go down to um, the clothing store that was like in town and, (laughs) you know, get all dressed up. That's what he wanted. He wanted Bill to create a delicious meal for him, for them to eat the meal. And then at the end of the meal for him to crush up all his pills and put them inside a glass of wine. And then he wanted to just kind of drift off to sleep um, at the end with him. Yeah. so you know really really sad but Bill yeah. honors his wishes and so they go through the steps and um, here we are at the dinner table yeah. and they finished their meal and it uh, feels like it gets a little like tense at yeah. that part like they know what's coming next like you yeah. know and it's sad and even though it's a decision that Frank made um, you know it's He's got to go through with it at this point, you know. <laughs> so Bill brings the wine out and uh, he, you know, gives it to Frank and Frank drinks wine and Bill also drinks wine and Frank is like, you already put the, the pills in. In the whole bottle of wine, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> and Bill is like, yeah, you know, because the way he felt was that Frank was his reason for living. And, um, you know, he felt like there was no reason for him to go on without Frank. And so, you know, Frank was just like, I don't support this decision.
1: <laughs> right. But, well, he said it, it. Well, how he? I can't remember exactly what he said. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny, kind of morbid. How he does not support this decision, but he does support it. Yeah, like looking at it from,
0: you know, um, from a more um, unbiased perspective, that he can see that it's incredibly romantic. (laughs) So, (laughs) So, you know, he's... There was nothing he could do at that point anyway. Like, right. They what both was he going to do? Be wine. mad at him like, yeah. for, for
1: their last moments.
0: Right. <laughs> so, you know, they are going to go together. They um, went to the bedroom and the door closes. And we don't see what else transpires. Um, they don't show anything, which is probably, I think they made the right decision in not doing that. So we fast forward to a couple of weeks later and we are back with Ellie and Joel. And they have just arrived at Bill and Frank's house. And we did not know in advance that this is where they were headed. Um, But this is where they end up. And, uh, you know, they go inside the house and even before they get into the house, like we're seeing scenes of the neighborhood, and it yeah. clearly looks like a ghost town at this point. Right, you can tell um, nobody's no pun keeping intended. it up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can tell nobody's keeping it up. Like these guys, they paid attention, uh, or at least Frank did. You know, he paid attention right. to yeah. try to keep things up, make make it look nice in the neighborhood. And uh, you know, Joel, you could tell he thinks something's not quite right. They go into the house and Joel is looking around. He tries, um, he knocks on the bedroom door and nobody answers. He tries it and he can't get into the bedroom. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ellie is, um, at a table and she picks up a letter that she sees was left by Bill. She reads the letter and she gives it, um, she, well, she gives it to Joel and, uh, Basically, the letter is telling Joel, you know, that they're, they're gone. And yeah. This is terrible.
1: All, all this is terrible. <laughs> it really
0: is. And it's sad. Um, you know, he gives him certain instructions, tells them to, you know, he can have whatever he needs. Um, he lets him know that he didn't <laughs> like him. <laughs> <laughs> but that they're kind of friends, like right. you know, they they kind of grew into friends
1: with, for being friends.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you know it's sad, but um, they take that time, he and uh, Joel and Ellie, to get cleaned up, and um, Joel finds some um, items that he can use to help build a battery to be used on Bill's old truck and they're gonna take that truck and uh, continue traveling west with it. While all this is happening, Ellie is just like left to her own devices and she happens to find a gun (laughs) in a drawer and (laughs) she keeps the gun. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I don't blame her because all this time she's wanted a gun. right? And you know, she's a kid. um, But as we learn, like she does, she did have some training. She did have
1: some training. She knows how to use it.
0: Right, from Fedra school. And so, um, but Bill—I mean, I'm sorry, not Bill, but Joel—did not want her to have a gun. Neither did Tess. Um, no. You know, rest in peace, Tess. But. Well, I kind of <laughs>
1: understand how they, how they are thinking because we're thinking in terms of, oh, zombies yeah. and video games. But to the characters, this is not a video game. No. This is not a movie. They're thinking. Um, they're thinking about real life gun safety right right and they're they just when you think of a kid and you think of a gun you're not thinking of a kid obeying the most safe practices you just know they're gonna muzzle flash you (laughs) you just know that they're not gonna (laughs) that they don't know how to watch out for crossfire right when if if other people are shooting at them so they can accidentally shoot you. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. These are things they're thinking of. I I'm just, sure.
0: I just feel though that they could have, or at least Joel could be training her if he felt like right. she wasn't exactly ready. So as they travel, he could be training her. I mean, sure, that would take some time out of their travels, it's worth but it. it's worth it. And um, the alternative is not having anyone to watch your back.
1: Especially so if, now that Tess is gone.
0: Right, especially now that Tess is gone. She really should be equipped um, and have have weapons of her own. So she doesn't tell Joel, <laughs> and she, like, pockets this thing. And, uh, you know, they, they head on, get in the truck, and they drive off. And uh, before they take off, though, they play a song on the, the truck radio and what is that song it's the same song that bill and frank played on the piano it's a callback and it's long long time by linda ronstadt and uh you know i i thought that um it was really sad that bill and frank died
1: right. but
0: i was you know happy that they lived for a long time because you know they still lived for a long time
1: they were together for a long yes, time yes
0: they were together for a long time and uh you know i thought that the song was kind of pointing out their relationship um also probably joel and tess's relationship um and i think it talks about um what does she say in uh, one of her lines? Abide. It talks about abiding love. And so when you think yeah. about the world and the state in which it's in, in The Last of Us, the fact that somebody can still find love, whether it's yeah. um, a romantic type of love or a friendship, you right. know, that that happened. And uh, it kind of gives you hope for the future. And uh, that's that's what it made me think of. But, yeah, I believe
1: uh, the lyrics go, "Love will abide."
0: Yeah, right. Yes, love there will you go. L- yeah, it's
1: almost like it was a positive affirmation, right? Because you see so many things, so many structures didn't survive, but mm-hmm. but what's still alive? Love, love, love. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Through it all, love still abides. Yeah. So that was a nice episode. Um, again, sad, but it was a good episode and it keeps me wanting more so um, you know can't wait to see what's in store and uh, we hope that you will continue on this journey with us as we discover more of these episodes of uh, the last of us again if you haven't seen it and if you are able to get access to it check it out it's worth it it really is um, otherwise, you know, keep hanging in there with us. Keep we hanging are happy to have you.
1: Because you you love us. <laughs> yes. And we love you.
0: And we love you. <laughs> <laughs> also, you are more than welcome to join us over on the YouTube side once again. Yes. That's Never Sleep Again. That is our channel, um, our flagship, where we discuss um, sci-fi and horror movie reviews we also have trailer reactions and more content, a lot of fun things coming up yes. in the coming months, coming weeks, that we'll be excited to roll out to you. So we hope to see you there. See
1: you there. At the very least, we're going to be releasing new content weekly.
0: Yes, that's So That's right. the
1: place to be. Hang out with us.
0: Absolutely. Well, we are glad that you've joined us today. Uh, as always... We like to end our episodes by thanking you. Yes. For listening with us.
1: Yes. Thank you for listening with us. I'm Jonathan.
0: And I'm Veronica.
1: And you've been listening to The Farriman the Chronicles.